I love board games so much. And one of my favorites as a kid was the game of Sorry. If you haven't played Sorry in a minute, you each had these colored game pieces. There was blue, there was red, there was green, there was yellow, and you moved around the board into these little safe zones. But if you landed on the same space as somebody else, you could literally slide through it, knock them off the board, and you would say, sorry, and they would have to go back and start their piece over. I remember being a kid and doing this to my brother, Jason, and looking at him being like, sorry. And I'll never forget there was a moment where my mom was cooking dinner in the kitchen, and she said, that didn't sound very sorry. And I'm like, mom, we were playing a game. We we're playing a game. And she's like, I don't like that game because it doesn't make a sorry sound very significant. And I was like, mom, it's just a board game. It's no big deal. It's literally called sorry. This is how you play. And now from a teacher standpoint, from a parental standpoint, I get why she was worked up about this game. The whole purpose of the game is to knock your opponent off the board and say, sorry. But how can we make sorry more significant for kids? Because we've all been that classroom teacher who's gotten an unrealistic, unsincere, negative or nasty sorry from a kid. And we look at them or we think to ourselves, are you sorry? So how can we make sorry more significant for our students? That's what we are going to dive into in this episode, and I know that you are going to love it. Now, before we get into the episode, I want to read a five-star review that was left by the listener of the week. They said, five stars, this podcast is a true gem. Monica, I am so glad I stumbled upon your podcast in my frantic searches for directions in my midlife career change. I am so beyond thrilled to have discovered your uplifting and motivating podcast. You are honest, you are raw, you are energetic, positive, and kind. I hope to listen to all episodes. Thank you so much for being the listener of the week. Their screen name is Fruity Mushroom Friend. Guys, whether you've been listening for one episode or since season one, Keep in mind, you can become the listener of the week. Yeah, I'll give you a shout out and that is super cool and super meaningful and I'll probably butcher your name. Oftentimes, you know that I'm not very phonetically or phonetically. I don't know phonics always. And so I'm probably going to butcher your name, but I'm going to shout you out and those reviews help other fellow teachers find this podcast. I want to give a sincere I'm sorry if I butcher your name, but we're going to get into how to give a sincere sorry in this episode. Let's get rolling. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? 
That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. begin this episode by giving a special shout out to my preschool and kindergarten teachers who are listeners because you guys hear so many I'm sorry's you literally teach kids how to say sorry at a very young age you are the foundational people in kids lives for learning the art of the apology but what's really cool about it is whether you teach preschool middle school elementary school or high school Whether you are a teacher or not, if you have stumbled upon this podcast and you aren't a teacher, guess what? We need to teach everybody the art of the apology. Adults need this. Our own children need this. Students need this. Our bosses need this. Because I think sometimes sorry, like my mom mentioned, doesn't sound significant. It's just almost like we're going through the motions. Can I give you a real life context of something that happened recently? So in my classroom, I have a very small classroom and I recently got desks. I haven't had desks in my classroom for over two years. When COVID hit, we had the socially distancing thing. And because my room was so small, we had to ditch the desks and just get folding chairs. And I kind of forgot how much I liked that until the desks returned this year. So I have 28 desks in like a very small classroom. And so they are smashed together. My students are smashed together in these desks. They're the old school desks that have like the rack underneath and they've got one arm and the seat is basically big enough for their buns and that's about it. They're they're not comfortable chairs. And so kids are often squirming around and trying to stretch out. God love them. Well, there was this one student. And he was kind of stretching his arms out. And if you stretch your arms out in these desks, you are literally in the face of the kid behind you. And I think there was no malice. There was no ill intent. But he was stretching out and ended up in this girl's face, basically. And she said, if you do that again, I'm going to write on your forehead. And I was like, that's a no thank you. We're definitely not writing on kids' foreheads. Let's try to like stay in our own space. Let's respect personal space. And I thought that was going to be enough. Well, God love this kid. A few minutes later, he's stretching out again. And one of my students literally took her pen and drew a line across his entire forehead. It all happened so quickly. My jaw was on the floor because I could not believe that this just happened. But it did. And I remember looking at that student and being like, for real? And she looked at the student and said, sorry. And I thought, oh, this is a reminder, Monica. This is a reminder that you have not taught your students the sorry script yet. Yes, you heard that correctly. I literally have a script for how we say sorry. And I teach middle school students. So whether your kids are 4, 12, 
14, 17, whether you need to teach your spouse this, your significant other this, your own children this, there is a sorry script. There is a true art to giving an apology. Because how often has a te- as a teacher have you said to a kid, like, you need to say sorry, and they look at the kid and they're like, sorry. And you're like, okay, that body language did not feel sincere. That body language did not elicit this like, wow, I am genuinely apologetic. Or sometimes it's not this sassy sorry. It's this like silent sorry. They're not like, sorry. It's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like they're basically whispering it. And my thing is, if the sorry is inaudible, then it probably isn't significant either, okay? Or another one that I'm sure you've seen and heard is the sorry and then the storm away. The sorry and then the runaway. Or even like a kind sorry with a runaway. The storming sorry is not a sorry. So if all of these things are not significant, the big question for us should be, what do we replace it with? I think that we have to create a sorry structure. And if somebody is going to say sorry to me, even as a 35-year-old teacher, I still want that to be significant. I want it to feel sincere. I want it to feel genuine. I want it to feel personal. Sorry is a significant statement Because sorry can repair relationships. Sorry can get us momentum again. Sorry can be a fresh start or it can leave us feeling very sour if it's not done correctly. We are humans who feel. And so how can we feel sincerity in a sorry? I want to give you a a script that allows kids and humans to take accountability. Because oftentimes we've heard, I'm sorry. And then we say, sorry for what? Okay, so when we say sorry for what? We're looking for the why. And they say, for drawing on his forehead. Okay, and then we say, why did you do that? Because he was in my personal space. Okay, when that student was in your personal space, how did it make you feel? Well, it made me feel this way. Well, how do you think it felt when you drew on their forehead? Well, you probably felt frustrated. So oftentimes what we do is we lead kids through an apology. We'll ask, okay, why are you sorry? Why did you do that? What happened? What caused that? And so sometimes we can kind of get tangled in the who and the what and the where and the when and the why. So I want to share a script with you that is super straightforward, that is also super significant. I'm going to give you the specifics of the script in a second. But before we do that, I think the sorry script is all about communicating. One of the greatest gifts that we can give our kids is the art of communication, how to conduct a conversation, how to be specific, how to back up your answer, how to be detailed, how to go into some depth so we truly understand what is going on in your heart and head from a social emotional lens and also from a content and curricular lens. And one of the greatest things that I have used in my classroom that I wanna share with you for your classroom is the battle bracket. A battle bracket is this 
massive conversation starter that can connect to life, but can also connect to learning. Currently, I have so many different types of brackets that are great for elementary teachers, science teachers, teachers who have got a homeroom, an advisory, a morning meeting time. I got battle brackets for all your communication and curricular needs. You can check these out at monicagenta.com slash shop. I'm going to leave a link that is in the show notes for direct access. But again, that's monicagenta.com forward slash shop. Battle brackets are a great way to get kids communicating. And I trust me, trust me when I say at the end of it, they won't be like, oh, I'm so sorry that we had to do this. They're going to be like, that was so stinking great. Can we do them again in the future? So with that said, check out Battle Brackets at monicagenta.com slash shop. All right, so let's get into that script. And I highly recommend putting this on your board, creating a poster, something where this is visually seen. This is the sorry script that I use. Of course, you can tweak it and edit it to make it better for the language that you use or maybe the age appropriateness of your students. But my students know that they're not allowed to just say sorry, which is a one word answer. They will fill this in. They will say, I'm sorry that fill in the blank. Because when I did that, it fill in the blank. What can I do to make things better from here? That last piece is the accountability piece. So let's break this down. Let's use this drawing on the forehead as an example. I'm sorry that I drew a line across your forehead when you were stretching out. Because when I did that, I lost trust with you. Now you are probably going to be nervous that I'm always going to draw on your forehead but I'm not. I promise. What can I do to make things better from here? I love that last part. What can I do to make things better from here? Because it's inviting the other person into the conversation. Oftentimes we have to consider when somebody is saying sorry, there's more than one person involved. There's the person who's saying the sorry, but there's the person who like needs the apology. And sometimes that person needs their voice to be heard. And so when we invite somebody else into the conversation, I think it really does repair the relationship. It, it, it allows us to have both sides of the story. So earlier in the podcast episode, I said, I'm sorry if I butcher your name. So I want to use my own sorry script. If you're the listener of the week and I butcher your name, here's what I want to say. I'm sorry that I did not pronounce your name correctly. Because when I did that, it probably made you confused because you weren't sure if you were the listener of the week or perhaps it made it feel less personal Because I wasn't using the exact name that you are known by. And names are important. So let me ask you, if I mispronounce your name, what can I do to make things better for you? What can I do to make it feel more personalized and make you feel more included in a future podcast episode? So that would be me following the sorry script. 
How often have you been maybe upset with your spouse or your significant other? And you just went up to him and you're like, hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm really sorry. Did you hear that tone? That actually was like a sincere tone. Hey, I'm just, I'm really sorry. What if it was, and it's, it's silly things, right? Oftentimes with our spouses or significant others, it's silly things like, hey, I'm really sorry that I didn't unload the dishwasher this morning. I ate my bowl of cereal and I saw that it needed unloaded, but I just put my bowl next to the side of the sink instead. So I'm sorry that I didn't take the three extra minutes this morning to unload the dishwasher. Because when I did that, it probably sent the tone that, man, dishes aren't important to me and they are important to you. Or man, that me scrolling through Facebook this morning for three minutes was more important than keeping a clean house for us and our family. What can I do to make that better from here? And it's not always what can I do to make it better in the future. It's what can I do to make it better from here. And maybe your spouse or significant other says, well, the dishwasher still hasn't been unloaded. Or well, you know what? I appreciate that apology. That apology means just as much as you actually unloading it. And here's a perfect time to plug next week's episode. So much of an apology is about communication and so much of our communication is about how we feel loved and what we need. And next week, oh my God, I'm so excited. I've been saving this episode for a while, but it's time. Like it's time to do this. So if you are like, man, my kids are having a hard time communicating and this is really good for sorry, but I need something for like different communication styles. That episode is coming next week. Oh. You are going to feel so loved and so just truth bombed in next week's episode. So I want to go through the sorry script just one more time. I'm sorry that fill in the blank. Because when I did that, it fill in the blank. What can I do to make things better from here? Putting the ball in the court for the next communicator. That sorry script is really important for everyone. So what can you do to help kids, your students, your spouse learn or relearn this important life skill? Because making sorry more significant is essential. We need to take accountability for our actions. And Lord knows our students need a lesson in taking accountability because oftentimes kids will say, I'm sorry, but mm -mm." nope. The word but is not in the script. I'm sorry, but they did this. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't have done this had they, nope. Listen to that essential truth. The word but is not in the sorry script. It's I'm sorry that I. I is an indicator that you are taking accountability. Does the other person probably need to apologize too? Maybe. But they're going to do a separate script. In a sorry script, it's your time to shine. And then it's their time to shine. But we are eliminating the word but from our apologies. Because a but means that it's conditional. And if you are truly sorry, if our students are truly sorry... It's not conditional. It's sincere. It's this unconditional sense of I'm apologetic. And I understand that there's an art 
to giving that apology. Boom, that's what's up. I would love to hear what you think of this sorry script. If you end up creating a poster or putting this on your board, take a picture of that, send it my way. I would love to share that out to show how other teachers are using the sorry scripts to help with communication and accountability and the life skills that Lord knows our kids need. Guys, I want to thank you so much for being a part of this episode. And I want to thank you so much for living this teacher life. I will see you next week as another incredible episode drops. I think you're going to love that too. Don't forget to click subscribe so these podcasts automatically download for you every single Sunday so you're ready for your commute on Monday. All right. See you soon, guys.